Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. Oh, goodness. How are you doing today? I, I'm not giving that up. <laughs> no, I don't blame you there. We are, we're, we're starting the shit. We're starting this game on the uh, penalty kill. Unfortunately, we are missing an Alex right now, but we hope he will join us later. But for now, we're going to, we're going to ride high with the returning Lucas and Cameron. How are you guys doing today? Recovering from the conference crud. Let's, let's call it that. Oh, you got to, you got to some of the business while you were down there. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're around thousands of people who are not masked anymore and, you catch a common cold. It, it just happens. Yeah, I'm sorry, but also, you want you want a, a, a swatch, a switch, a switches. No, I no, I, I run. I I won a Nintendo swatch. Spectacular. Hey, at least I won doing? something this year because you know I'm not winning football games. Well, you're not dead yet, but we'll get there. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm doing well. I want to snatch that switch. Don't we all? More or less than you want to do mean things to Josh Jacobs. I don't fucking care anymore, man. All right. That passion is going to serve us well. Let's make it happen. Someone's got to take over for Alex. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. Well, then hopefully you give a little bit of a shit in starting with our 10 for 10. So I'm going to start with number one, guys. After not being on a football field for new, nearly two calendar years, Deshaun Watson goes live for the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. What do you think he's going to look like just from a fancy football perspective rest of year? So, you know that episode of The Office when the cold open is everyone coming up to Jim telling him one more week when Pam yeah. comes back? Oh, okay. And you know the part where Creed goes up to him and rubs his shoulders and just goes, mm, one more week. That's Deshaun Watson this week <laughs> to the Cleveland Browns. He's just creeping on him. To, to all the ladies of the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> I saw that there are 10 of the people who filed lawsuit are going to be at the stadium. A lot of respect for that decision. Uh, yeah, at the stadium doing what? Throwing beer? <laughs> I get the sense it's more of just a show, from what I read, it's them just showing up to show that, show that they're not going to be scared to show their face, their face places after what happens. Gotcha. Unfortunately, I think it'd be, it hurt the team more if they just didn't pay them their money to show up to the game in the first place. Yeah. I gotta say though, I mean, I mean, I know the arbiter wouldn't have been invested in this, but his first game back is at Houston. I mean. No. I, come on. The NFL makes the schedule, and the NFL sets the suspension length. They knew what they were doing. You can't convince me otherwise. Fair enough. I'm not going to defend the integrity of the shield. Um, <laughs> I'm going to set the morality stuff to the side just for a minute because, you know, I don't want to have to um, – People smarter than us can have that conversation. But just from a fantasy football perspective, do you think it's going to be rusty the rest of the year, or do you think this is a top-ten quarterback, probably a top-five quarterback like he's historically been in our scoring format? No. I think he's going to have some cobwebs to shake off. Has he been practicing, like, with uh, the team? 
two weeks ago he could officially practice, but yeah, before then, no. No, I think he'll be middle of the road for the rest of this season, especially because it's the Browns. That's real. I hope he does horrible. Yeah. I hope he gets Joe Theismund. Two. Josh Jacobs. What in the actual hell was that? It's Josh Jacobs being Josh Jacobs this season is what it is. Why couldn't he have done that last season when he uh, was on my when he was on my oh, team? It must have been a couple of years ago then. Um because I mean he's been good before. Um so I mean it's not a surprise to see him doing well again, but he's yeah. he's putting up um Jonathan Taylor like numbers, which is good for Kelly because she's got them both. She's got the wrong guy putting up the numbers she was expecting all season. You know, <laughs> big deal. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, he just looks like he should be a spectacular NFL running back. He seems like he's built for the job, and he's had the games like this in the past, but I am surprised it's not been a career where this has been the norm and not the exception. So maybe it's injuries, maybe it's the Raiders. I don't know. I think it's been the Raiders. I mean, he's the number one running back in our league right now. You think that, uh, I mean, he's a free agent after this year. If they don't tag him, you think he's, if he goes someplace else, is he gonna, he's gonna kind of be a top 10 guy in 2023? Mm, I think he could be easily. Yeah, very, very much so. The consistency is not there though. Like, uh, I mean, when he hits, it's nice, but you can't count on him doing that every week, which means you have to start him every week and just hope he hits. But but if you put him on a team like the Cowboys with a with a traditionally strong offensive line, I mean, God, who knows? What, if if Pollard can be an outstanding running back in that system. I don't know. I saw Pollard on Thursday, and that man is faster than I realized. He is just insanely quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I just haven't seen enough of him to uh, really realize that. Maybe he's always been that quick, but he just, I mean, his touchdown run on Thursday was, um, I don't know, it was surprising for me to see that. I, I, I didn't expect that kind of speed from him. Yeah, I mean that's the the counter with him and Zeke. Um but I don't know. Yeah. I think I think Jacobs would be an upgrade to to anyone on the Cowboys, but I mean I just use them as an example. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh I'm gonna ask if you can do not look at your technology because I'm asking uh here's a quiz question. Josh Jacobs put up fifty five point one points. Was that the highest non quarterback score of the year in our league? No. He put up 54.3. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The highest non-quarterback score, no. No. Wasn't Mixon higher? Or or Adams or somebody, yeah. I would say no. Nice job, Cam. Uh, Joe Mixon, 55-1, week nine. That's where I I kind of tripped to myself. Oh, there's your 55-1, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, there's a beard. Hey, Hey, Alex. Hi, welcome aboard. Hi, thanks for having me. 
I'm so excited. You're back. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? Good. It's been a busy week. I know. Has been. Very busy. Mm-hmm. And I got a, my secretary gave me the wrong time for starting, apparently. I don't know why you, why you deal with that junior varsity nonsense. Yeah, I don't know. They told me 10, so. <laughs> three. So we, we've gone through, uh, we've actually gone through three of the 10 for 10. So we're going to go to number four here if you'd like to join us, Alex. Sure. From a football perspective, what do you think is the best landing spot for OBJ, who has been medically cleared to play and is now just kind of doing a tour to see where he wants to land? I mean, he's just going to go wherever he thinks he can get a Super Bowl, isn't he? Or do you think where would he be a good fit? Yes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the Packers probably. I think they need a wide receiver. I think they're in desperate need of one, and I think they would – Take him if they could, if they had any money. Okay. I didn't think it's more. Say, didn't you say he wanted a Super Bowl? Yeah, but I'm. He, that's why he, I clarified the question: where he would fit or where he would go. Where would he go? He's gonna go like the Bills or something. Oh. If they have any extra money. Well, I do think next year that I mean this year would be a lost cause, but next year with the Packers, I mean yep. that would be pretty good if Jordan Love is what we saw in a stiff bit last night, or. I mean, if, he, if he wants to go somewhere and be a number one, there you go. That's my say. I could see Kansas City picking him up. Oh wow! Um, I mean, something. I, I, I would like to sound smart, but I forget the receiver that they just picked up. Um, oh, the K- Giants guy, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, Tony. So maybe that ship has sailed. Um, but that would have been a that would have been a good spot. The Rams would certainly take him back, but there's no way in hell he's going back there. You know, I picked a different team than you, Lucas. But my logic, the logic I use, tracks pretty well with the team you picked. I would say, I was going to say the Raiders. I think when he has played the best, or I think where he's going to fit well is where there's no argument. He's not the number one. He's not going to walk into Los Angeles, pardon me, and tell Devontae Adams he's better than him, just like in Kansas City. He wasn't going to walk in and tell Travis Kelsey, like, he's not the number one. He's not going to – he doesn't have Forrest Gump, Eli Manning as a quarterback anymore, so he's not going to try to throw Patrick Mahomes under the bus. And Two Super Bowls. I don't care. Like, he, he, he did not carry a team to a victory. I just – maybe that will be – there was the – Peyton Manning greater sign Tom Brady argument, and then maybe there will be the Eli Manning, uh, Eli Manning less than pretty much most quarterbacks argument we can have one day. But So I like him in Oakland. I think Carr's a quarterback. He can't run over like uh, Manning, and I think he will be uh, comfortable in the number two spot, which is where I think he can shine. I don't think he's a number one anymore. What about somewhere like Minnesota? I was going to say, I, my, my two dark horse picks would be the Vikings or the Eagles. I was going to say, my two dark horses would be Vikings and Dolphins. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, Dolphins. Wow, but Waddle, Hill. OBJ would be third. Yeah. You brought some excellent choices there. They plus, talk about the plus Gesicki. Wow. That would be pretty spectacular. All right. Here's where that goes. All right. A little bit of Lions fandom. 
Guys, could we possibly have two top five picks in the draft? No. No. Nope, we're going undefeated for the rest of the year. No. We're playing nope. too well. We're playing too well right now. There's no way we fall all the way to a top five pick with our actual pick. Yeah, we we had it before our three game win streak. We don't need a, we don't need a first. We don't need an early pick. We're gonna ride out Jared Goff, please. No, we're gonna drop him next year. Are you kidding me? We're going Seven all in for Lamar. Thank you, Cam. Yes. Yep. yep. All in for Lamar, and they're just gonna pick up a couple defensive players. <laughs> I, okay. I have a question for you, Steve. Let me turn mm-hmm. around the Stafford trade on you. You're the loss. You're the Rams right now. Mm-hmm. You mortgaged away so much, and you're losing draft picks now that you could have used to to help rebuild your your old team. Are you regretting that trade now, or is it forever the best trade in the world because you did get a Super Bowl out of it? It's a it's a fair question. I would imagine the response is stylistic, but to me, a Super Bowl is forever. Like when we when nineteen ninety six, if you would have told me the Red Wings sold out to win a Stanley Cup and don't ever win one again for the next twenty years, sign me up. Everything we got out of that was a blessing. But man, that was that was worth it after that long journey. Yeah, it's almost like a win win, right? Because we're yeah. getting really good draft picks and doing better, and they got their Super Bowl. I, they got one year out of Stafford. <laughs> Because he's going to forever be injured now. And the fun thing for me is, like, we haven't even got to play with the toy that we got for the Stafford trade. I mean, I know they're ancillary draft picks, but Jamison Williams, like, he's coming back in the next week or two, and then it's going to be fun. That'll be interesting. Um, I I keep forgetting about him, right? It's like, yeah, we're doing pretty well, pretty well. Well, we've got this incredible receiver on the bench that hasn't played yet. Um, you're right. It's like having a free draft pick. Remind me, I know you guys rounder. watch more college football than me. Like, were you big on this guy coming into the draft or like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, he looked really good. He's very fast. Mm-hmm. He, I he watched... was fast for an Alabama player, if that tells you anything. Right. Oh, yeah. I forget which game I watched him in last year. But they were coming down to the wire, and they needed, like, two scores to win, and he just took the game over. Um. And he's just he can stretch the field, which we don't necessarily need because Molesticles or whatever you call him can't throw the ball downfield well. But oh, is no. there any is there any scenario where you guys would want Goff to be the quarterback next year? No, no. Well, you know, if he is, then I'll trust him and believe him in, and, you know. Yeah, in all honesty. I have a choice, no. Yeah, he's not the problem with this team at all, just like Stafford was never the problem. Well, you fix the defense, and I think we've got three more wins. Defense has been doing better lately, but, no, if Goff is your quarterback next year, we did something wrong. This is not the plan. This never was the plan. It's quite obvious what their plan is. If he's still the starting quarterback next season, we screwed something up. Does anyone know where is that Rams pick right now? Three. Three. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And this is a pretty good draft to have three. Mm, is it? I mean, I've, everything I've heard is that this is a stack 
draft. But if I'm wrong, I mean, you like I said, you guys follow college football better than more than I do. It just depends on what route they're going to go. Okay. If they go quarterback with one of those, I uh, Bryce Young yeah. or C.J. Stroud, no thank you. Okay. So this does not feel like a good quarterback class to you. Well, I've heard it's very deep, but I, like I, Cam said, the, I, nobody really jumps out. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's not top-heavy. It's just, to me, it feels like everyone's on the same tier. Okay. Okay, so maybe the first pick goes to a different position, and then you take a quarterback with the second one. I mean... Or you trade them all and get Lamar. We're, I'm, I have, I've got a talking point on Lamar when we get to Matt's team, but I'm going to hold off on that real quick. Um, we're ta- question for you, just out of curiosity. One of the things we talked about last week was how many quarterbacks do you think should be drafted in our league in the first two rounds next year? And we kind of talked about that, and I'm going to go the opposite way now. If we were a redraft league, so there were no keepers, we're just pick one, everybody's on the board. What is the highest you would draft a non-quarterback? And who would it be? Yeah, I was going to say highest I would draft a non-quarterback, my first pick, if the right player is there. Um, But who? Are you saying if we had the the same pick, so if I still picked number one overall? Uh, I'm saying next year's draft. So, in other words, next year's draft – I would take the big three quarterbacks in my mind, Herbert, Allen, Mahomes, and then four. I would take four. I would take Justin Jefferson. That's the highest I would go with a non-quarterback. Yeah, um, I, I, I digs Jefferson, maybe Adams. I was just thinking Adams too. Um, maybe Tyreek. Um. But yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just it's hard with the running backs because I don't know, they just seem so hit or miss. Um, there isn't uh, Jonathan Taylor was the yeah. easiest one to pick, but that like even he um, didn't live up to the hype this year. So I, I think I'd be more comfortable with the receiver, which is odd. Um, I might like with the eighth pick overall, I might do T.J. Hawkinson. Explain that for me, please. I would love more well, detail. You know, in real life, when he was drafted with that pick by the Lions, I mean, it really mm-hmm. proved to be worth it. I mean, he was a great, great tight end for us. And then we turned around and got some some capital for him. That's true. Three picks in the first two ones, two twos, and two threes, right? Not for him. Not no, for I mean, no. that's what our draft is holding. <laughs> yeah. No. No, we got like two a third pick. Two ones, two twos, Tom Brady, a third. We basically just traded away having to sign him. Tom Brady is a good transition to the next one. I want you to rank these four from most busted to least busted going into next year. Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Rusty. Ryan, Brady, Rogers, Rusty. One, definitely Rusty's the most broken, right? And then I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers because something's wrong with him, I think. And then Tom Brady, I'm guessing divorce. He's got to do something to him. And then uh, whoever the last one was, Matt Ryan, he's just doing his own thing. 
Ryan, Rusty, Rogers, Brady. Yeah. I think Rogers just doesn't care to be in Green Bay anymore. You put him in a different situation that he could change. He's such a prima donna. Yeah. Like, the three of them make all the sense in the world to me. I can track why this is happening. Like, no one's a big Rusty fan, but, like, this is falling off a cliff even by his standards. Like, is this, like, the receivers aren't as good as we thought? Seattle did a better job of masking his crappiness? Like, is 34, is he just hitting the wall now? I don't understand what what happened here. No, did you know? It's the masking. In my, I mean, how many years in a row have we said whoever drafted Rusty, well, have a good first eight games, and then he's going to fall off a cliff. Like, it was as regular as the sun coming up in the morning. Um, and so, yes, and see what Seattle's doing right now. Yeah. With, I think this is going to be Cam's point, right? So, Yeah, Geno Smith is succeeding in that same system. And Rusty has Nathaniel Hackett or whatever his name is, and he's terrible. <laughs> what is also, I mean, and I and I really am a firm believer in this whole persona that he's cultivated for himself that no one else seems to think. Like, I'm a firm believer that that thing has just messed his head up. Like, sure. whether he believes it or if it's just a marketing thing, but like. I can, he's eaten one too many danger witches, man. Like, it's. Show title. <laughs> Let's say name of your sex tape. I think that's a good point. Like, when he was just married to the lady who's a little offbeat, but, you know, wasn't a famous R&B singer, he seemed a little more together. <sighs> we had. Hey, we had two games this week come down to the end where teams, I think it worked in both cases. Both teams won because they went for a two-point conversion at the end of the game. What's your take on that? I like it. I like it and I don't because there seems to be this giant push in the NFL to hate kickers. I don't know why. They're going for it on fourth down, I feel like, way more. Um. And whenever I want them to get it, they don't. And whenever I do want them, whenever they, I don't want them to get it, they do. So it's just uh, same with two-point conversions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Jacksonville and who? The Chargers did it to the Cardinals. They would. That one's a little more surprising, I, I guess. Um, Jacksonville, it's freaking Jacksonville. It's like the Lions. Like, I was not surprised they went for two. They're like, we need wins. We're not going to beat this team. We just barely caught up, and so I love the call. And it worked. Good for them. I think it's a perfect way to look at it. Like, if we did this to Kansas City, I would want us to go for the two-point conversion because we're not going to beat them in 15 minutes, but anything can happen on one play. But this is the Bears. No, you kick the field goal, you go to overtime, and you take your chances. So, yeah, I think I think in the Jacksonville case, it was the right thing to do. They were the crappier team, but I don't know that I would have done it if I was the Chargers. But I think that was Brandon Staley getting cute. Yeah, that, that was an interesting one. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that, but that, that surprises me a little bit. Last one. I'm sorry, nine. 
Mike's Mike White's performance as QB for the Jets on Sunday says what about Zach Wilson? Who's going to say it first? I'm going to trip on it. So Zach Wilson's going to be MVP. No, he needs to lay off the milfs. I was going to say, if by MVP you mean, I can't. The mama, mama's voluptuous. Mama's voluptuous. I was going to say vulva. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's vulvic pride or something like that. I don't know what that relates to. But I was See, on GameStop's website the other day, and they had a clearance section, and I went to it, and it was just a bunch of Zach Wilson bobbleheads. So I'm assuming he's not doing too hot. So you don't know why I'm bringing this up? Nope. Professional podcaster here. Yeah, you know. Okay. So – Oh, I'm sorry. The Jets are one team that I know nothing about. Starting quarterback Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson for Mike White, who had a spectacular, a good game, and beat the Bears. Okay, and looked far better than I think Zach Wilson has looked in any game. Yeah, but I feel like that happens a lot. Like Cooper Rush had a good game. Happens. But not better than Dak. Hmm, maybe it depends. I think a lot of times when a QB comes out there and they have to completely change their game plan. Then the other team's defense, too, wasn't ready for a new situation because they trained for something else. Sometimes that can be to an advantage. Coming out next week, if they think they're going to start Zach White and they plan for it, it's a different story. All right. So you don't think it says much? Nope. Backup quarterback had a good run. Nah, happens. All right. I mean, in two ga- in the previous two games, Zach Wilson's passed for 231 yards. Mike White passed for 235 in the first half. Mm-hmm. Eight punts. Two passing yards. There's something ridiculous, whatever the number was last week against the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. So. I've liked Mike White, what I've seen of him. I don't know that he's going to be your guy at 27. I think he's probably peaked, but we talked about it last week. This is, I think at this point, this is a 7-14. and 14. Like, you play the best quarterback. You don't worry. This isn't like your Jackson will have to develop somebody. Yeah. Plus, I can't wait for you to pick him up and play him like you did Sam Erlinger. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. That's a bad maneuver. As a Garrett Wilson owner in Dynasty, I say bench Zach Wilson. Oh, he just looked so fantastic against the Bears. Oh, but anyway, all right. So we're gonna have a little fun with number ten here. So this is tongue in cheek, guys. So just play along with me a little bit. No. Um, who would you want to be the quarterback of your fantasy football team looking at the television and movie universe? So I have created a little bracket tournament because that's what I do now. I create tournaments or bachelorette segments. Um, and we're going to determine who we would want to be our fantasy football quarterback from the TV and movie world. So here's our, here's our brackets. One seed, Shane Falco from The Replacements versus eight seed, Paul Blake from Necessary Roughness. Who would you guys take to be your quarterback? Falco. Falco. So, here's the thing. <laughs> I would take I would take Falco. I mean, he he gets the he gets the team around him. We saw what he could do to unite those team of misfits, one of whom went to Michigan State University. Um but Paul Blake, I mean, the dude, he could quantum leap around the field. But I'll take Falco. He quantum leaped in that movie? 
<laughs> no, this is the dude who played Quantum, who played the guy in Quantum Leap. Oh yeah. Okay. Four seed Willie Beeman from Any Given Sunday versus a five seed Guilty Pleasure of a Movie for Me, Jimmy Dix from The Last Boy Scout. So, what was the first one? Willie, Willie Beeman from Any Given Sunday. Oh, him for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with him because he's the only one I know out of the two. Well, then my recommendation is... I have a question. Yeah. Since we're referencing the guy from The Last Boy Scout, do any of the players on the field get to pull out a gun and shoot the guys running down the field? I mean, it did happen in the movie. It happened oh. in the beginning of the movie. Okay, I mean, now I remember 15, that movie. Is it more than a 15-yard penalty? I don't know. Okay, if he gets a gun, I'm going to go with the other guy. <laughs> I need rules here. Are we, are we, you said tongue in cheek. Do we get to go with what happens in the movie as well? Although Bruce Willis is also in that movie, so I don't know. Or and was a young Halle Berry's in that movie. Yes, but and a Wayans brother. It's hard to defend that, but it's, that is a, I love that movie, but okay, sounds like we have moved Willie Beeman on here. Alright, I already know where Cam's going with this one, but anyway. Three seed, Vince Howard from my, one of my favorite shows, Friday Night Lights or Succeed Ronnie Sunshine Baker from the 2000 hit Remember the Titans. Is Vince the one that was the backup? No, that was Matt Saracen. Vince Howard is when he goes to the new school. Oh. I'm going with the second one. I'm going. The second one is for you. Uh, the, the one that's not Friday Night Lights. Okay. I'm going to abstain because these are both high school students and they would die in the NFL. <laughs> I'm starting to realize what it feels like to be Steve when we talk about Star Wars. I have no idea what he's talking about. Well, I think... Uh, I'm going to go with the not Friday Night Lights guy because I know you really love that show and I've never watched it. Damn I'm it. Proud that, I'm proud that I've never watched it and I actually know the other one. Bright I've Minds. That movie. Bright Minds, Full oh, Bellies, oh, Can't oh. Lose or whatever. Right. Do the chant. Didn't like both paraplegic in those movies? Oh, just one. Wait, uh, there's a paraplegic? Right. Yeah. All right, this thing is crashing, Bernie. So we're gonna move it along. Earl Juravicious, Jura right? Two. Johnny Utah from Point Break. And if you guys haven't seen that, we're done with this podcast. Hour seven. John Moxon from Varsity Blues, another high school quarterback. I don't so want just, your life. I hate that fucker. <laughs> Johnny Utah all the way. Are you kidding me? That was a great movie. And that was a great line. Even the way you said it. it was great movie. <laughs> I don't want your life. And they play the Foo Fighters. Rad. <laughs> so John Moxon? What was the other choice? <laughs> Johnny Utah from Point Break. That might be before you. No, that's the guy that's extreme and he like dies surfing. Uh, that's the no, other that's guy. Patrick the legendary Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's another, really it's another Keanu Reeves. Yeah, then I'm going to go with the Varsity Blues guy. God damn it. Um, uh, since I don't know either of these two, I'm going to submit my own choice of, of Guy Granuli from uh, the South Central Louisiana State University Mud Dogs. Then by a 2-1 and write-in ballot vote, we're going to go with Johnny Utah because Point Break is an awesome movie. 
The only thing I know about Point Break is that that's what Iron Man calls Thor. Oh, it is such a good movie, though. The original, not the stupid remake. Yeah, that just goes without saying. All right, Shane Falco versus Willie Beeman. Who are you taking? Falco. Falco. All right. Remember the Titans is Ronnie Baker or Johnny Utah from Point Break? Johnny Utah. And reminder, Alex, Point Break has Gary Busey. Yeah, I don't know. It's the it movie also too has where Patrick Swayze. Up into the air and stuff. And he's like, ah, that one. When he shoots up into the air. Where he's like, climbs over the fence and he's like, I thought we were bros, bro. And he's going to shoot him. And then he's like, no. And shoots up into the sky. And then like, they're on a beach. And then the dude's like, I got to do it one last wave, bro, before you arrest him. And he's like, you sure, bro? That's a big wave, bro. And so then he uncuffs him. And then the guy goes like, on the big wave. And then the other cop's like, aren't you going to arrest him and the bro or something? He's like, that bro's not coming back, bro. Right? And that's the right movie, right? Yeah, you nailed it. That's word for word. <laughs> then Johnny Utah. <laughs> Good choice, bro. Thank you, bro. I I have an honest question here. I'm looking up Point Break, and there's nothing about football in it. That's no. not a football. It's not a it's football, not a football movie. movie. He's, he a, was a quarterback. he's a cop, but he was a quarterback. Keanu Reeves was a quarterback. Like his character. Oh, my God. Was. No, I'm not going to vote for that just on technicality. No, Keanu versus Keanu. <laughs> I think two of you want Johnny Utah. Though. Keanu, <laughs> no, no. All right. Falco or Johnny Utah? Falco. So does that mean that, like, it, historic, like he's the best QB in movies? If he's like literally the like top three, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anyone that's better. All right. Good for Keanu. Hey, he actually looks like he can throw a football for real. So, you know, yeah. that's a huge plus. So he'll probably be like that in the next match. But yes. Another one. Is, it a pa- is it a package deal? Does he get Gene Hackman with him? Because that dude looks like my grandpa. <laughs> is that like a selling point or a stay away from point? Uh, my grandpa was awesome. So it's a compliment. You'd want yes. that to be a package deal. Okay. Yeah. Game on. All right. So we've taken Keanu Reeves as Shane Falco over Keanu Reeves as Johnny Utah. Mm-hmm. All right. Great choices, though. Hey, Cam, who would you rather have be the QB of your team, Rachel Ray or Martha Stewart? Man, that's the, the age-old question of, yeah. of experience versus youth. I know. Well, cause Martha but in this Frost, case, yeah. youth is still middle-aged. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go with Martha. Mm-hmm. She's been in jail, so she's probably pretty tough. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. She's friends, with, she's friends with Snoop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they both got wines or whatever. She's yeah, probably got connections. They smoke pot together? Yeah, Rachel Ray just makes Ritz Cracker snacks. I can make Ritz Cracker snacks. And pans. And pans. And talks really freaking loud. Yeah. That's one of those my favorite cooking shows where they're like, we're going to put ham slices on Ritz crackers. It's like, all right. This is my level of cooking. Sorry, I went, I went a different direction. Pew, 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 pew. That was your one for one. Meow. I think one of the things I have tried to learn. Although now I have a different idea. I want to do like, I want to do playoffs like this, but I'm going to pick the people. Please do it. Okay. Yes, like the reason I do this is because the one for one has gone 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 away, and we're just trying to fill the. I've been out of ideas. You can do both. I can do both. Okay, well now I have an idea though. So, do it. 
All right. So we are going to transition to the the power jankings for the week. So, Lucas, I think I got these, but auto correct me if I miss anybody. So going into last week, we were Derek had ended Bobby's run and he was number one. Bobby two, Carly three. I was four, Cameron five, Xander six, Matthew seven, Lucas eight, Kelly nine, and Jason ten. You can just record those last three and put it on repeat every week. All right. Well, just, you know, since we're here anyway, let's, let's see if that plays out. Who's 10? See previous comment. Okay. Jay. Cam, three for three? I said Jay. Oh, I apologize. All right. Three for three was 10 stays 10. Jay. Let's go, Jay. You know what? You're out there. You're trying your best. Your team's not doing so hot. And I think you're officially eliminated from the playoffs, right? I believe so. That's okay, though. You know what? That you know what? That that's like my time. You know how many times I won five dollars and I left the league feeling proud because you could go to that other bracket and get the five dollars. Got Jay. You go get that five dollars. You go make some moves. So now he gets time to kind of prep his team. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna prep them. He gets a couple. He gets the, he gets the extra bye weeks now. He could spend the next two weeks prepping his yeah. team for the seven ten. Yeah, match, you're so. competing for one by, by week. You, he already has two, so you got it, Jay. Well, Matt and I would appreciate that. Yeah. I don't think Matt even knows he plays fantasy football. Matt made a couple of waiver wire pickups last Saturday. You got it, Matt. Okay, without looking at your technology, I'm interested to to see how close you are. Not to dump on Jay even more, um, so sorry, Jay. But what is the point scored differential, total points for differential between Jason, who is last, and the next person in ninth? 100, 130. 100, 189. You're both too low. Alex has a 220th. That's about 220 points. Holy Between cow. 10 and 9? Between 10th and 9th. Oh, my God. Oh, so, okay, Jay. It was just a bad year. How many it was a really bad year for Jay. Yeah. Three. Three. He's won the championship three times. He's just That's trying to give right. us a chance. Just had an off year. Lucas, honestly, if you're Jay, what are you doing at this point? Alex is like, let's rally for the playoffs, and that's a fine method. But if it's you, are you totally cashed out and don't care? You still field in your lineup because you know that's just the, the honorable thing to do because it doesn't oh, no. matter to anybody else. Yeah, he'll he'll field the lineup, but he's he's not putting any effort into it anymore. Um, I, I think if you asked him, maybe he hasn't for the past couple of weeks. Like he. You know, usually we'd hear from him on the text thread on Sundays, and we haven't for a few weeks. So yeah. I just don't think he's following it anymore. But, yes, no, he will do the honorable thing and make sure he's got a starting lineup in there. Who's your keeper, Lucas QJ? Um, so he kept McLaurin? No, it was McLaurin. no, he kept Dak, traded him to me. That's right. Oh. Uh, um, holy crap. <laughs> I've got no idea. If you go 
straight based on stats, um, it's going to be Tony Pollard. I will say, with the caveat, that if they get rid of Zeke this offseason, that becomes a fantastic keeper. Yep, yep. I don't think they do, though. Jerry Jones loves him some Zeke. Even if they don't. Pollard's a top ten running back in our league this year. No, I know. I know. I just don't see them. I just don't see it not being a timeshare. Loves Jones loves Zeke. Uh, yeah, and I think if, if Pollard is back to a timeshare, it's got to be McLaurin, right? That's it's not ideal, but that it's, it feels like the only obvious thing. All right, nine. Lucas. Kelly. Lucas. Sorry, Lucas. Oh, for three. Really? What? Matt? Matt? Yeah, went from eight to nine. I'm surprised you guys are that thrown by it. Matt went was seven last week. Oh, sorry. Was okay, so he falls two spots. Was seven is nine. Matt. You have a good memory, Lucas. I also have a spreadsheet up in front of me. Wow. It's even more impressive than having a good memory. It helps with the memory. Way to have an attention to detail that I will never have. So you guys are surprised. You think this is a bad spot for him? Uh, No, I just didn't think about it. I mean, I'm on a four-game losing streak, so I wouldn't have been surprised if it was me. Um, But Matt has not been doing well lately, and I've definitely outscored him, so... Just a reminder, Matt started three and zero. He's been two and seven since. He is living the curse that is Lamar Jackson. I had him in a meaningful league last year, and this is exactly what he does. Remember, Matt was three and zero, and that's because in weeks two and three, Lamar put up sixty five and fifty four points. And since then, I mean, I'm not going to go through the numbers, but he's had one slightly above average game, and everything since then has been literally average or below. But because those numbers were so high, it's inflating him. Yep. Um, Matt was number one in the power Jenkins in a week three. So I, also, I think oh, – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I also remember saying that I loved his draft. Uh, you know, I had a really good team. I think maybe one of the possible missteps was him dropping Tua when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be helping a lot right now. And this is a tough week. You know, Matt plays Bobby this week. I believe someone can fact check me on that, but, like, to me, this is this is high noon. Like, I think he can be okay if he gets there and plays Jason. But to me, you have to sell out this week. And things that I mean by selling out, like, you've got to burn waiver priority. There is no other reason, even if there's not anybody who seems super attractive, like, grab whoever. Um, one thing I would suggest, if Matt is listening to the podcast, which I know he does from time to time, like, a player I would look to pick up if I'm in Matt's spot because, and maybe you guys disagree, I'm not a Cortland Sutton guy. Never have been, and the fact is he's got one or zero touchdowns this year. I can't remember the total. Russell is old and busted, and I'm not bank. I need to see it change before I believe it's going to change. So zero touchdowns. The move I would be looking to make um, right now of all the wide receivers and tight ends, David Njoku is seventh in average points, not on, not counting guys who are currently on IR. 
And the difference between him and the six guys in front of him is he is getting Deshaun Watson back. So I hear every reason you guys have to think that it's going to be, he's going to be rusty and it's not going to be great. But again, this is, you're playing Bobby, your season is on the line. You throw the dart. And I, I'm not, I don't want to look at my bench at the end of week 13 and see that I lost because Cortland Sutton went four for 48. I lived that life for half the season. Yeah. But for all that we talk about, Matt is the ninth seed. Like, he is currently the sixth seed in the playoffs. Kelly is – Lucas, you can make a run. Cam, you can make a run. But right now, Kelly is the one right on his heels. But he's got the tiebreaker because of the head-to-head record. So she's got to beat him on – she's got to beat him um, with a better record. So if he can do it this week and goes against Jay, it's there to be had. Yeah, well, me, I think my RCH level of chance of making the playoffs – uh, falls upon Matt losing this week and then Jay beating Matt the next week. So, um, you know, and we just talked about Jay and how it, no matter what he does, his guys just don't score. So I'm not really holding out much hope there. The other, you're talking about waiver wires for Matt though, but what about his bench? Would you put Juju or Dalton Schultz in over David Ninjoku? I love Juju. I think that is a good matchup. Um, but I just, it's the, the thing that scares me is he only played like 30% of the snaps last week and he was coming back from a concussion. Concussions don't put you on pitch counts. Either you're all in or you're all out. So I don't know what's going on there. So that is my moment of pause with Juju. All right. Eight. Lucas. Yeah, it's going to be me. It is not. Really? Josh Jacobs didn't push her higher. You guys had her at nine. <laughs> but no. Yeah, but uh, these Jacobs are the jankings. You know, I, I just take a shot. Yeah, fair enough. Does go up one spot, even if it doesn't feel like it's enough for you guys. Kelly was nine up to eight. Um, Might be a little too little too late. For her, I think her team is starting to hit and do what she wanted it to do at the beginning of the season. Um, obviously, 54 points from Josh Jacobs should win you most games, uh, even when you get two from Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is starting to turn it on again. I, I just don't know. Um it, it's unfortunate she needed this maybe three weeks ago. Um, still has a chance, like we said, but uh, a lot has to go right. So uh, her problem um, is that she can only start two running backs. Um, her wide receivers are crap. She knows it. Um, not much more she can do there. I think the ship has sailed on free agency and we can't trade anymore or, or has trading deadline passed. We've got until tomorrow, I, I think. think it's, yeah. Ah, okay. So, hey, if somebody's looking for a running back, um, start shopping. Uh, you've got Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, and Jonathan Taylor. So those are all, yeah, top, anyway. I think she's certainly <laughs> top 16, but you're right, Lucas. I think the problem is she's just on the road. She's just got no margin for error. Every team has a bad week, and she can't have one, or she can't play one team that has a spectacular week. Yep. 
And Jonathan Taylor's on bye in week 14 when she plays you, and that's going to hurt. She's got four good running backs, but that's not the one I'd be, I'd want to be on the bench. It's still going to be Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders. Don't worry. They'll go off because I'm playing her. That's just what happens. <laughs> All right. Seven. Well, that's me then. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah. You got it, guys. Um, was eight, moves up the spot to seven. Good job, Lucas. Yay! <laughs> You're still in the fall, punt. Six percent chance. Hey. It's you know not zero. They, you know what? You know what they told Balto when he was delivering those polio vaccines? He said, you have a six percent chance of saving those kids' lives. And you know what Balto did? He ran out there. And he led he that sled team. He saved no, those he kids gave lives. up. That's 6% is too low. He just gave up. He let no, the kids he did die. Not, he did not. Nope, those kids did not die from polio. Promise you that. There's a statue oh. up in New York somewhere, I think. Walter's and because of that, he became a circus dog for five years. Yeah. Mm, the abuse. Legend. 6% chance, Lucas, you got this. Although I think he'd have to kick me out of the playoffs, too. No, you, he can't catch you. You've got six wins. Cool. Yeah. No, it's just this is my season. Etienne has been lighting it up and then decided to get hurt on the first play. And my receivers stepped up big time. Well, a couple of them did. And then Kamara goes out there and throws four points up because apparently the Saints couldn't play football <sighs> this past weekend, and none of them did well. So, you know, and then I've got the players on the bench that, honestly, I say screw it. I'm having fun right now. Christian Watson's playing for me next week. Or this yeah. Why not? He's very touchdown dependent. Uh, if he doesn't score touchdowns, he's not going to do well. But he's all, that's all he's done the past three weeks is score freaking touchdowns. So why not? Um, might as well go out with a bang and, and have fun while I'm doing it. I'm actually thinking of throwing Hawkinson in as well as he's now the number three tight end. Because <clears throat> he's a good tight end. Yeah. Where's the eighth pick? That's right. Um but I had yeah. a feeling you think he wasn't. Sorry, cutting you off. Lucas, continue. No, that, I was done. You know, Pacheco no. as well. You know, Edwards Lair is hurt, and he's picking it up. So let's throw him in for Kamara. Let's go for it. What the hell? It really has been the season of Kamara to me for you. Like, I don't know if you heard me mention it a couple weeks on the podcast, but, like, you're 3-1 and one when he scores double-digit points. You're 0-5 you, when he doesn't. Yep. Makes sense. So might as well throw him on the bench and not worry about it. Yeah, I think the, the Andy Dalton experiment, if Jameis comes back, I would might pivot out. But, yeah, I'm just done with the Saints at this point. Is it there even killing Olave, who I think is just going to be fantastic moving forward? And, by the way, I play Matt this week. So I don't know what you were looking at. but Oh, it's I, not Bobby. I apologize. So Yeah. This is it. I lose that six goes down to a zero. Matt, Matt's the one I'm chasing for the six. Okay. And Matt and Lloyd. I need, I yeah. Need Cam Cam did not win as well. I need Kelly to not win, but I end with Matt and Kelly. So that's why there's the six percent. There's a chance you you don't totally control your destiny, but you certainly have a hand in kind of pulling teams back. Okay. Six. Me. Cam. How did you do last week, Cam? 
I lost I, I to Josh Jacobs. Up. Yeah, but how many points did you score? Oh, 118. Oh, Alex posted a 150. Yeah, it's Cam. It is Cam. Dogs by your team, Cam. Yeah. That's about it. Hard hitting. Cam and, Cam and I are in the same boat. We score a lot of points, have a lot of points scored against us, and have similar records. It's nothing I do. No changes I make work. But then if I don't make the change, they like pull a DJ Moore and score 20 points on my bench. Meh. Yep. I don't care anymore. That's the attitude, Cam. You don't care anymore because you know you're going to win, right? No. And I knew it. I knew it. He's playing coy. Did you ever see that? Like what, Iceman, you know, Top Gun? Iceman. He's playing cool. It will be interesting. Cam wins five and eight. He's in a pretty good position going into week 14. We'll see if the. Yes. I end, I end the season with Carly and Bob. How many more weeks oh. of the regular season do we have? I don't fucking care anymore. Nope, you're done. Yeah. You, you've got your lineup in. That's who stays in the last two games. And yeah. Well, you set up well for next year. J. Allen. You got to be happy with that. Sure. Or no. No? If I don't quit. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, guys. Who's five? Me. Alex. Steve. Two out of three. Yes. <laughs> Alex stays at six. No, he doesn't, because I'm six. That's right. I'm sorry. Alex bumps up a spot from six to five. That's great, guys. It was really great teamwork out there. I saw this past weekend. Um, I accidentally, for you. I forgot to bench Jared Goff, um, but that's okay. He played okay. Played pretty solid. Um, didn't beat the Bills, but he came out there. You know, Najee Harris got hurt immediately once he started performing again, so that's not very surprising to me. But that's okay. I also forgot to put Lockett back in. You know, that's just managerial mistakes. That's just bad coaching. You know, and I taken that feedback, and we're going to look more into it next week and actually pay attention. So. My bad. <laughs> I mean, it does beat the other league where you started a quarterback who put up zero points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, in that league, I have the like I was second in po- most points scored before this week. Yeah, that went away. And I was the most points scored point, scored against. So, anyway, um, I thought Matt Stafford would come back. You know, he's just gonna run back out there. Anywho, <laughs> sorry for believing in my players. Is uh, Trevor Lawrence your quarterback next week? Oh, I may have a couple of. Waiver order pickups. So why did you, you make your? Why did you just move your eyebrows like that? That was weird. Because he's into, the, he's into jet players now. Because I'm into I'm into jets players now. Cam, Luke, I can't even hide it anymore. You should see that white guy. He just walked in there and he was like, "Whatever, Zach Wilson, your first round pick." I'm gonna save the Jets. That, that I'm white not gonna. Guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That sounded borderline racist the way you said that. Yeah, but the quarterback's name is Mike White. Yeah, it so is. It and he said to the other one, quarterback, what's his name? Mike White. Is that Fine, I'll call him that Mike guy. That Mike guy. That Mike guy. He came out there to play. He's, he's going to fly that jet home. He's going to land that plane. 
can believe. Yeah, like in all those 80s movies. Like, who can land the plane? And it's funny because they're the Jets. And then Mike White stands up and he says, maybe. I'm going to chuck him out there. What? Okay, Steve. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Stat guy, you'll yeah. appreciate this. And I just noticed as I was looking at Alex's team. Last week, there were four teams that were within 1.6 points of each other. And none of them played each other. That's a blessing. Could you imagine being one of those losers? Kelly had 149.86. Alex, Alex and you should have played last week. Alex had 150.94. You had 151. Wow, 0.06. And and then Carly had 151.26. That's insane. Yeah, I, mean, wish, I wish one of you guys would have paired up. Yeah, I know. Just a just a couple of top talent teams right there. Really shows you the talent we have on the field. All right, four. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Carly. What? I don't know, man. Steve. I forgot he was in the league. Did point two six points <laughs> scored Vault Carly over Steve this week? Probably. Or no. Vault Steve over Carly. Probably not. So I'm going to Steve. Was four stays four. Hey. I like the team. I think uh what I've been thinking was gonna happen is finally happening. I love how they're gelling. I love how everything's coming together. So I'm optimistic and we will just leave it there. Three. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave it there. (laughs) I want to. I want to complain some more. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You've only you've scored fifteen more points than me all season. Yeah. And you scored one point less than Cam all season. And you're nine and three. Yeah. This game is all about luck. Someone is the one who makes the schedule. Ooh. No, there's no. We've talked. No, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way. It was a talking point on last week's episode. What percentage of this this thing is luck? And I think realistically, yes, I should be a record similar to Alex. I think it should be six and six. And it just it's fallen a different way. And we probably should be as well. Yes, yeah. that feels about right. Yep. Uh, I should anyway. probably be like eight and four. There have been years everyone at this room has had a Steve year in terms of doing better than the record indicates, and we've all had the year. I don't mean to minimize your experience. Like, if I was in your guys' spot this year, I'd be I'd be half-hot, but it is the nature of the game. Alex, it's we good. need the year of overconfidence to help uh, even out Cam and I's. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm winning the whole thing. Don't worry. Negativity. There we go. All right. I hope you do. Thanks, Cam. Could you imagine a 2 P? <laughs> Three. Carly. Yep. Derek. No. Bobby? Oh. Bobby Bobby was two. Falls to three. Crazy. Oh. Or Bobby falls down due to his team's inconsistencies. Even though they're very good. Just they hit. But when they're all inconsistent at the same time, 
That's when he falls down. What was the score last week, Lucas? I see you yeah. looking at Yeah, I, I should have looked at the score. He only scored 118 points last week in a loss. Yeah, I hate to see it. But he's going to come back. Again, his players are just getting the bad juju out of the way before playoffs happen. Well, maybe, but this was a pretty bad break for him. He moves from the – and what I'm about actual seeding now, he was the one seed, and he has fallen all the way down to the four seed. Really? That's a pretty tough break, good yeah. Luck, good luck to whoever plays him. I yeah. wouldn't want to play him. I agree, but if I'm Bobby, too, you don't want to have to play the extra game because anything can happen in any game. I want to play him. Very You're true. only the best if you beat the best. And that's I why want a cakewalk to the championship. And that's, and that's why you want me to win, Cam, right, Cam? Because you beat me all the time. And then well, if I Alex, win, that's a secondary win. Alex, you might have your wish because right now you play Bobby in the playoffs. Yes. It'll be legendary and I'll destroy him. <laughs> and I'll set a precedent. I mean, his team's good. He's predicted to get 140 points this week with, I don't, I don't understand how. I mean, his team with six elderly players and Ramondre Stevenson. Well, he was just in bye week chaos last week. Yeah, he was. I mean, so. yeah, he gets everyone back. Um, he's got two IDPs that could be out. Well, one is out there on IR, but like everyone else is so good on his team. Like, it's going to be interesting how he continues to play Walker down the stretch. Um, he's got Mixon, who's questionable right now, and Ramondre, but it's just like. His weakness is the quarterback, and it's not that weak. Yeah. Like, right now, they've got a projected as an 18-point gap between Kelly and Bobby, and there's a deep IDP by player. But I think that's going to – that's a potential shootout of the week right there. Can can we just point out to – you talk about Ken, Kenneth Walker. That, that man should always be starting for him at this point. I know we talked way early on, you know, you don't start him. You, you, you wait another week, all this stuff, you know, why did you, he's, cause he played him against Detroit or something too early. If you take out the first four weeks, he essentially didn't play and he has a bye week in there and he's still running back 14 in our league. Yeah. Well, the problem is he's got Mixon coming back and in Kenneth, in Walker is up and down. He'll score 28 and then 10, and then 31 and then 11. I think he's going more for the consistency with Ramondre, who's... Damian yeah. Harris is out. That's the reason I'm guessing he's playing Ramondre Stevenson, so it's, it's you know, yeah. not time anymore. Yeah. Last four games, 17.8, 14, 11... And 15. So I guess it is kind of. Yeah. I'm with Lucas. I would put Kenneth Walker in the starting lineup. I agree with all your math there, Cam, but I just. Uh, with, he's, with, the, he's the most special player of the group yeah. to me. With Walker, you're going to get a touchdown. Yeah. You're almost guaranteed a touchdown. Yeah. God, I miss him so much. Two. Two. Carly. Carly. Derek. Cam got it. Fuck yes. Despite this is this is pretty rare at this late in the season that a team lo- wins and loses their top spot, but it happens. Good. 
it tells me the top three or four are really close. Um, if there's this much movement this late in the season. Well, the top three, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in their tax bracket, but yeah, the top three, that's a snug battle. Well, not when you're like, can't even score the top more, more points than the freaking fourth place team in your division. So real talk. But whether they're one or two, I love this team. I, I know you have a different opinion, Cam. I think it's just a team of retards. Retards that score um, points. What, what, I, I, just don't, I, just, I just don't fucking care anymore, guys. I think one thing, Derek, Derek's got the division lead with Bobby, but he's still going to struggle this week. He's got a lot of guys on by uh, the Murray, DeAndre Hopkins stack. They're both out, so he's going to have to rely on Derek Carr. And I don't ever want to defend rely on Derek Carr after the debacle that was 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You used to always pick him up. And then 2017 happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to counter that and say I played against Derek Carr and Devontae Adams when I played him. And those two players probably scored more than 100 points total. So uh, yeah. he can he can double dip with that. Uh, Devontae is going to get his. I would be fine with him as a bye week fill-in, especially paired with Devontae. Who else is he throwing to? No one. Foster Moreau. No one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. It, it can happen, but I just. Oh, I'm glad I play Kyler and just be glad he's my backup. So, you know, you need him once a year. All right. Number one. Alex. I mean, it is me. Can I say Gordy. 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 Um, Wally. You just, yeah, you don't, like I said, you don't see a team win and lose. You don't typically also see a team jump from three to one this late in the year, but here we are. Carly was three back to, or up to one. It's been a while. She, she was number one earlier this year, right, Lucas? She Absolutely. had a run. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She, she had a run for three weeks. Okay. No, I mean, uh, Derek Henry and Saquon Barkley were average this week playing against them. I'm like, oh my God, I have a chance. And she still put up 151 points. Like, her second highest scorer was her kicker with 15. And she still put up 151 points. It's just, that's the team. She's well-rounded enough that if she doesn't get that home run hit in the week, she still can put up the points. So, good luck. Any reason at all to be concerned about Barkley? 15 for 22 and then 11 for 39? No. No? I, see my previous comment. He's still, I was still 13 points in the game, and she still scored 151 freaking points. Um, it's just they're all, all of her starting players are consistently in double digits, and that's hard to do. Yeah. All right. That is our top ten. Hmm. All right. So let's do a quick check-in on uh, predicting our matchups of the week here. So well, well he pulls that up, Cam. Yeah. Who would you mm-hmm. want to be? Who would you want to be your quarterback? Would you want it to be Airbud or the guy on the front of the Cracker Jack box? 
Um, well, Airbud's more of a basketball player, so I'm gonna go with Quaker Oats or not yeah, Quaker Oats. Did, did you not see? Did you see not see Airbud uh, first and ten or whatever it's called? I bet it was a dog pun. He played football. I mean, I didn't even see Airbud because I'm not six. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow, Cam. Fine, fine. Then we'll say uh, the guy from the Cracker Jack box or Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed was more of a kicker, if I remember correctly. So I'm still going Cracker Jack. Okay, fine. One Cam versus, I'm sorry, one Carly versus six Cam. Cam. Look at, look at that face. That's the face of determination and winning. All right, Cam. Cam doesn't care, right? I'm going me just because I don't care. <laughs> I am going with Carly just because I can't have nice things like a division title. Uh, same thing. I want Carly to take the title over Steve. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Next, two, Bobby, and we're going to get it right this time. Two, Bobby versus eight, Kelly. Mm-hmm, Kelly. Kelly. I need Bobby to win. All right. Three. <laughs> I don't get to pick. Well, Cam, we gave you a moment. I didn't know if you were like, I don't care, so I just moved this along. No, I definitely care about this one, Bobby, all the way. For Steve, 10J. Steve! God willing. Jason. <laughs> Steve. Two, Derek. Six, Alex. Alexander, all the way. I heard some good things rumbling from that locker room this week. I did as well. I am going to second that prediction. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just going off pure hatred, Alex. I'm going to be the minority voice and say, Derek, I did want to ask him. I forgot to do this during 10 versus 10. Are you officially a Dan Campbell guy? Yes. Me? Yeah. No. Well, you made a comment on the on the group chat. Don't make me fall for you, Dan. But there's something that affects. I didn't know if it happened. And he didn't do it. We lost. If we would have won, are you a Dan guy? I'm closer. Okay. I'm more of like a Dan Campbell's assistance guy. I still don't know what he does. Do you think if he gets good enough, he'll be like a sponsor for Campbell's Soup? I would hope so. Mm. Me too. <laughs> Those would be some commercials. Or would it be Chunky? The Chunky Soup. Oh, sure. But it's not called Campbell's. Yeah. Everyone would bring it's, that up. Isn't it Campbell's, Campbell's, it's Campbell's Chunky Soup? Oh, my gosh. It's perfect. <laughs> the perfect storm. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. A game that's got some pretty heavy playoff implications. Seven, Lucas. Seven, Matthew. Oh, we're tied what? for seventh. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to go with seven, Steve. <laughs> Double sevens. Matt is nine. Oh, sorry. Seven, Lucas, nine, Matt. I'm going to take uh, Lucas. Matt, take my advice. It could help, but I think right now let's, uh, we got to get you some help. Matt, don't oh, listen to Steve and, and lose this week, please. Thank you. Matt, listen to Steve and still lose this week because I need you to lose just as much as Lucas does. I think, I think Lucas is going to win because I can just hear the just the positive attitude coming, you yeah. know? 
Look at that. Lucas is not giving up. He said 6%. 6%. Who? That poor game losing streak is uh, running strong. Here we go. There you go, Lucas. It's like that scene in Stranger Things where they have to roll the dice at the end. They got a 1 in 20 shot. And it hits. Yep. Your odds are better than that. Steve, you made a a D&D reference. I'm so proud of you. I love Stranger Things and I love D&D. It was a Stranger Things and D&D reference. I know. I might have a boner. Spectacular. Why do you now you care? <laughs> These two things I like more than fantasy football, Stranger Things and D and D. We're gonna do our recommendations of the week. I want, I'm going to make one that I'm pretty sure Cam will hate or just be like, That's stupid, why are you recommending that? I don't think I've recommended this before because it came out for it, when we were in the off season, but there's a show on Netflix I adore, Inside Job. Mm-hmm. Season two just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched season one. I'm looking forward to it. It's good. Good? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Do you guys have any recommendations? Um, I recommend uh, Christmas. Nice. Good. I, I did see a Christmas story Christmas. That was pretty good. No, Christmas. Like the holiday? Like Christmas, yes. I just recommend hey. Christmas. That's controversial, but would take a stand. That is actually very controversial, but okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know. That, okay. Cam, any recommendations? Yeah, along those same lines, I rec- I also recommend the celebration of our Lord and Savior's birth and recognize my birthday next week. Hmm. So bow down. <laughs> All right. Okay. Praise I also, me. I also recommend... Um, the birthday of Santa Claus, which we celebrate every year. Stand up guy. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't know what we else we can do with this, so I'm just until then going to say goodnight, Gracie. Who would you rather be your quarterback, Airbud or Gracie? <laughs>